What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. This episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Steve, how are you, man? Good. How are you? Good, brother. Good. What's going on over there? Uh, the thing, well, not as messy as it is over there, but <laughs> I'm in California, so it's just as stupid. So, uh, you know, I'm not worried about that, though. All I'm, you know, I got a record coming out. First yeah. one in seven years, so uh, that, that's, that's what's going on. And that's what's uh, important, man. That's that's uh, the best thing to celebrate, especially at this time, man. This new Exodus album, Persona Non Grata, is out on yeah, November sure. 19, man. And I've been lucky enough to hear uh, hear this album, and man, it's heavy as fucking real nasty. And for metal, that's a good thing. That's what you want. I try to explain it that this is not a nice record, and for heavy metal fans, that's what you want to hear. <laughs> that's right. It's a very brutal, very thrash record. Uh, lyrical content is very deep very relevant of today, uh, very socially, religiously, and politically motivated, and there's a lot of shit in there that just kind of stamps on everything. Uh, very much a well-balanced thrash metal record. 100%. And uh, I've been seeing a lot of people uh, using the term, that's disgusting, as a good term for, for things in general. So if this album gets that, that response, I think that's going to be... Uh, a high compliment, and it will. I think it will. I, I think so too. I think so too. During the press in the last month, I mean, there hasn't been one of you guys that has said, "Yeah, the record's good." Eh. Every one, every press person I've talked to was like, "Wow, album of the year! Wow, this record is like, yeah. wow, who writes the record so heavy?" Thirty-six years later, and on their eleventh record, I mean, you know, it's just you know, kind of not reinventing yourself, but definitely not putting a a fork in yourself either you know what i mean like you know let's just go out and play the classics and you know everybody will dig it because we can do that because we're legends now it don't matter Mm. you know and i don't think that was the mentality here it's it's been about seven years since uh you know the last time blood in blood out and uh you know a lot has happened in that time especially with you know gary wrapping up slayer and and all that Were, were ideas being bounced back and forth during that time, or did it all sort of come together quite quickly after uh, he uh, Slayer stopped? You know, I, I would get this. I would get over the years, like in the 17, 18, I'd get a text message and he'd be on tour in fucking Europe with Slayer going, I'm in my hotel room. I just wrote the heaviest rip. Wait till this goes on. That's about the extent of it. And then when I went up, I think I got up to September. 7th or 8th of 2020 where we were recording the album that was really when I first heard it all so I kind of heard it then it was really put together uh, April, May, June and July of 2020 where you know Tom gets together with Gary mm. and they jam songs out and that's where the structure the basic you know the the, 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 the framing of that song all, all happens there so 
That's always been the case. And, and globally, the last couple of years have been, you know, the most divisive and confusing. It's, it's strange and crazy times we're in, man. Like, it's pretty obvious. But how much of that played into the writing and, and approach of this record from, from your point of view? Did that have much of an effect on it personally? I don't. I, I think the lyrical content it did because it seems like every uh, subject on this record has relevance to really what's been going on over that period of time, if not what's going on in the last couple of years. So it's just all right now, you know. So I, 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 I don't know if that was done um, purposely, like you know, like like oh, we're going to go out and we're going to write this and it's going to be like that. I just think that there was certain topics that were um, intriguing to us. And um, as a thrash metal band, I mean, you know, we're built on it being socially, politically, religiously, you know, uh, oppositions or, 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 or the ones that stand back and go, hey, wait a minute, fuck you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think, that this record is full of that. 100%. Did you get a feel of that when you were in the studio, you know, smashing out the vocals? Did you did you find that, you know, you had all that built-up emotion and, and aggression from everything going on that, you know, it was reflective in your performance? I can hear it, but I don't know if you I, felt I, it. It was planned. I, I had gotten, I had a call from Gary um, early on, probably in June or July, and we talked about the vocal direction that we wanted, that I wanted and he wanted us to do, and what, how we would change it up and keep it the same, but make it the same but better, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I added, you know, there's a lot of different vocals in there. The chorus of the years of death and dying is something I've really nothing done before. A lot of through the record, I do a death voice or, or, or a hardcore voice on there. I never really did that not saying i couldn't do it i just never did it so we implemented stuff uh um i think strategically on this we didn't take it and went fuck it let's do it on everything you know what i mean let's let's show a new side of you let's reinvent you you know it wasn't like that it was just like let's add some flavor to you a little bit kind of so and i think that i mean vocally the performance to me out of everything i've ever done from exodus to hatred to tenet to dublin death patrol this is the best thing vocally I've ever done. You know what? I can hear it in there. I think it's you've done such a phenomenal job as a vocalist myself in hearing all the different flavors and, and characters in your voice on this thing. It's it is really incredible, dude. <laughs> it's really fucking good. That's a good way to explain it too, because it's characters. It's different characters. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like and it's all about creating the balance for hills and valleys on that so that Oh shit! Every song he's just getting on. The next song, it's the same tone, and I, I I try not to do that on every line. You know, I'm mm. concentrating on making it all coming up and going down and making the middle and then and changing it up here and doing this a little bit here and being more like Udo here and more like Von Scott here and more like Zeppelin here. You know what I mean? So there's always that. There's always um, um, a conscious thought process that I'm working on in my head about how I'm going to sing one. And a lot of it is how I hear the music in my head. The music tells me I should sing this this way. And then Gary may say, no, I hear the music telling you should sing it this way. And then a lot of times 
you know, he's, he, you know, I sing it his way, and that's the way it comes out, you know. So, uh, but I've been doing that since I was 22 years old, anyway. So, that's easy. So good, and I mean, you've got the song "Clickbait" on here that tackles people's obsession with that shit, and I personally hate it. I hate any clickbait. But was there something in particular that you were uh, aware of that sparked that song and, and pissed you off? I think anything, you know what I mean? It's like the, uh, the whole song is written about the absurdity of it all, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> just, you know, and Exodus has never been afraid to write that from things from Back to Pleasures of the Flesh, like Chemical, you know what I mean? The Fabulous Disaster, like Father Like Son, or... or, or something like that. Uh, so we were never afraid to go there and say that. So I, I would say that this is definitely a, one of those, you know, fucking, you know, typical, okay, enough already, you know what I mean? Kind of. We need it right now, that's for sure. <laughs> Social media is just driving me crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. Uh, it's the I, I, uh, God. That's why I'm very selective on what I do and say on it, you know what I mean? I don't have... So I, I have a Facebook. Not quite sure who runs it. I don't know. And I do Instagram only for the band, but I don't really. I, I'm not really one of those guys. I don't chime in. I don't give a shit what you think. I don't care what I think. You know what I mean? So I'm not like, well, you know, he's right. You know, I'm a musician, and because I'm, you know, kind of famous, you should listen to me, and then that's what you should do because I know. It's like, fuck off. You know what I mean? Play music, shut up. You know what I mean? That's my thing. That's why I don't chime in on shit like that. No, 100%. 100%. And, you know, I'm even getting it, like, on, on my YouTube and stuff. Like, people just, you know, they get on their little pedestal and they're trying to tell you, the, you know, about the pandemic. And stuff. Don't like, pay man, attention to it. Dude, I know, I'm just like, man, I just want to talk about metal. <laughs> it's like, fuck off with that shit. Always going to be the ones that pull. So I know that I do a, I do a, a web show myself. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. And it's the same way, same way. I always get this. You know the comments. Oh, they're great. I love them. It's just, uh, it's just one of those things. It's just you know, <laughs> my shit's not clickbait. I'm, I'm, everything comes from the heart on my show, and that's the way it should always be. Hundred percent. I like it. Zetro's Toxic Vault, man. That little set you've got is unreal. Did you did you make that? Is that in your house or or is it a studio somewhere? Yeah, no, I, I built in, it was in my house. I built it in the but I, I moved it to a studio because I wanted it bigger. So I moved it to a studio actually, and so uh, yeah. But I built that. So yeah, it's me. I always like when I was a kid. If you watched a horror show or something, the guy was always in a creepy set. He had cool toys or eye candy to look at while you were listening to him. You know what I mean? So. I always wanted to capture that, so I do the same thing. Most of everything on there is given to me by the fans. They send it to our PO box. Oh, that's awesome! That's what. See, that's that's what I'm aiming for. I looked at that set and I was like, man, because my I, you can't see it because it's with the phone, but my my I'm surrounded yeah, by all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's cool. That's it. It took me a little while to get there, but uh, hey, man, I, I I invested in it, and it's it's definitely worth it. Change. It's a game changer. But I, it's nowhere near yours. Yeah. <laughs> yours is the, I need to get it there. <laughs> oh, no, just, I've got to build it. i just got to get my little master to do it. Um, how's Tom doing? 100%. He played with us three weeks ago. We did a Aftershock Festival. Uh, it was a big weekend, uh, four-day festival. With Metallica played twice. I mean, Rancid, Anthrax, Volbeat, Mastodon, Butcher Baby, Suicidal, Ten. name a band that they played this weekend, that weekend. And he came back and played with us. He's 
right now. Nothing completely 100% cancer free. Oh, that's so good to hear, man. It worked. Oh. They're great doctors. They were great doctors. They worked hard on them, and they were really um, good. And so they, they were who they were for him. Oh, that's that's incredible, dude. Hey, tell him tell him that uh, we uh, send our love down here from Australia and say, get your ass over here. <laughs> Everybody, I'm, I'm texting him going, check it out. I did like five interviews today. Everybody asked He's overwhelmed by the outpouring of love. I mean, it's just like, you know, He's just a yeah, I'm just Tom Hunting from Exodus. Nobody knows who I am. And then something like this happens, and it's like, wow. Yeah. The outpouring of, of the metal community, you know, everybody was just like, wow. You know what I mean? But it, it shows that metal is more a family than anything else, you know? That's right. That's what it's all about, music and, and, and bringing people together. And I wish I could have gone to that festival. I watched uh watched it from uh, very far away, <laughs> and all the lineup. We need. We, you That's know, we... all right. It's an amazing lineup. I mean, fuck if You said this band. I mean, goddamn, Machine Gun Kelly were there. They had a day with the Offspring, Gojira. There, everybody played. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here we are at the arts end of the world. Oh well, we'll get our turn soon. We'll get our turn soon. <laughs> but um. They need to lighten up over there a little bit. They're way over the top right now. Oh, tell me about it, dude. <laughs> hey, where I am? Where oh, I don't have to tell you. I know you know. <laughs> you know that I know that you know. Yeah, that's that's it, man. That's it. But uh, hey, uh, what's going on with Tenant? Is, is you know the the band you had with Jed Simon, man? Like, is that something you we ever talk about it? We talk about fucking uh, doing a record every once in a while. I saw his wife at Psycho Vegas in August. And I talked to him that that month, but we I always talked to Glenn too. Let's do another tenor record. I don't, I'm, whatever, I'm ready. He's busy being a father. He's raising his son, mm. and I remember those years for me. But I'm sure down the road we'll be doing a tenor record. That'd be amazing. Like he's he's like one of my favorite players on the planet. And that album that I remember when it came out, and I was just like blown away. I spun it so much. <laughs> Need yeah, more. That, was, that, that, that was a very heavy record. Very fucking heavy. Yeah. Record. Yeah, yeah. And just like the new one, man. New Exodus. Man, and you're giving I'm away... The one, yeah. Oh, dude, you're giving away uh, a guitar, signature guitar and pedal and vinyl too with it. Like, there's like a pre-order thing going on, which is just insane. That was their whole idea. Uh, Nuclear Blast loves the album, so they wanted to do everything they could marketing-wise, you know, to, to do that. So mm-hmm. we... They took advantage of it. It was great. They've done really, done a really, really good job for us. We're very, very happy with that. So yeah, I can't wait. Man, can't wait to tell the winner. Oh, is it me? No, no, it's not. Me. Well, I, I guess it could be, right? I don't. <laughs> I know what happened. Is I'll get a box. You know, what the fuck is this? And I'll open it up, and there'll be a letter, and they'll say, "Zetro, sign these three items and send it back to this address." But that's not works. <laughs> It's so good. You got your own hot sauce now too. I, I, I'm a big sucker for that stuff. So, how would you rate it between uh, a mild tingle and third degree burns in the heat meter? It's hot. It's really hot, depending on what you can handle. But it's really tasty. And I just talked to him yesterday. They're printing up the labels right now, so it should be available in like a week or two. There's a big process to get the label approved and the product approved mm. through, you know, the um, um, the FDA Food and Drug Administration. You, know, you just can't put food out. No, here, I got a food out. But uh, 
I'd say if you can't handle hot shit, you're not. It's, it's hot. <laughs> but people that like Lee Alpes is insane. That guy could eat fucking Carolina ghost peppers like he's chewing on Doritos. And fucking, uh, he was like, that's yeah, pretty hot for me. Pretty hot. I sweat when I eat my own top. But it's got a really good taste to it. He used um, the base of strawberries, actually. And, and it's got a bunch of fruit in it. But uh, he used habanero and Carolina ghost in it, too, a little bit. So very, very good taste. I'm going to be very excited for everybody to get that toxic shot. Man, keen. I have to, have to put it in order down here. But uh, in the meantime, man, it's been awesome hanging out with you. Uh, the new Exodus album, Persona Non Grata, is out on November 19. We'll have all the links down here in the notes. Brother. Take care of yourself and get your asses down to Australia as soon as you can. Uh, it's long overdue. I will. I've been talking to you guys all day and everybody said the same thing. Get your ass down under. I said <laughs> we will. We want to come here. It's a great band and very knowledgeable, very passionate, thrash and heavy metal fans. And we know that. We're, we're coming, dude. We're, we're going we're to promote Persona Non Grata definitely down under. See you soon, my friend. Definitely. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 